this scene, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. Hey everybody, welcome to the special Major Spoilers Sessions, where Rodrigo and I are going to take a look at uh, Cowboy Bebop and provide some commentary for you as you watch along. So if you don't have Cowboy Bebop, uh, some of this may be a little uh, out of... Uh, out of your range, but that's okay. Then again, if you don't have Cowboy Bebop, why don't you? Yes, exactly. So what <laughs> we're going to do is we will give you a countdown, or I will give you a countdown, as to where we're going to uh, hit play, and then you should be able to watch along if you hit play at the same time, and you can hear our commentary um, along with the episode, or something like that. We hope. You ready, well, Rodrigo? You can, you'll, you'll figure it out. You're smart. All right. Three, two, one, let's jam. All right, we hit play now. Does does this first episode have um have the intro or does it, does it do they actually skip the intro on this one? I don't remember if this one has the intro or not. Uh the great seatbelts tank song mm-hmm. that we play. Well, either in this one or the next one, I'll try to I'll try to give you like a a play-by-play of how I felt the, the the first time I saw the intro. Okay. But this I is all I'm very playing windy. the right one. Also, um, this uh, very first episode, a lot of stuff happens here at the intro. A lot of people getting shot up. You won't see any of this until like ten yeah, episodes. Thirty in. episodes later. <laughs> it's really kind of weird. At least I hope I'm there. We go. Oh, there is. So okay. So I'm watching this and I'm like, what is this? Okay, it's, it's separating. All right, that guy's smoking. That's bad for you. Oh, that that beat's kind of catchy. All right, all right, all right. I'm I'm on board. Okay, that guy's running. That's cool. That's cool. Look at all those words. That's interesting. It's just so that guy looks pretty cool. Fascinating what? how it is that a spaceship? Oh, no. look, legs. That's hot. All right, all right. I'm cool. All right. Guess the name of the right. show now is she's Cowboy Bebop. That's also buy for you. Another spaceship. Guns. guns, guns, but old school guns, not laser guns. And then he's like, kapow. Kung I'm like, Fu. What? Motorcycle bikes. Motorbike. Motorcycle or spaceships. bikes. Spaceship. And at this point, I'm like totally freaking out. Yochi I'm like, Ogami for director of photography. I do not understand piece. what's going on, but I'm very happy about it. And then there's that other guy. Everybody smokes in this show, which is bad for you. Yeah, but you got to remember this was like 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 99, I think. Wow. When this first aired. So. Yeah, it's just so not something that I would expect from an anime feature. Oh, absolutely. You know? And the fact that we're getting introduced to all the characters in this piece, yet we don't, you don't meet really... some of the characters until like episode five or six or something like that. Yeah, which is the the way to do it. It gives you a lot more... Uh, you don't have to introduce every character in the first episode. Yeah. It allows you to get through some plot. I just... Yeah, 1998. Man. So they call these... Uh, each individual episode a session because the blues really influenced this uh this series and so instead of calling them uh, jam pieces or or episodes they call them sessions and this first one asteroid blues actually takes place kind of on an asteroid we we're kind of introduced to the show and these stargate kind of things that allow you to uh, transport through hyperspace Mm -hmm. so here we're flying through space through one of these hyper tunnels and we get to the cowboy bebop or the bebop the cowboys are are what they call bounty hunters in this time period and we're introduced to our characters of of Jet and Spike, and Spike is practicing his Jeet Kune Do, which is obviously a reference to Bruce Lee. 
and the uh, style of, of kung fu that he invented. Oh, yeah, baby. Bell peppers and beef. I'm a big fan of bell peppers and beef. Are you into stir fry? I am. Stir fry is pretty good. My wife does some good stir fry. Uh, notice that they have the wulong is the uh, is the monetary unit that they use in the future. You want beef? I got beef right here. Oh, this is not the movie that you thought it was. There's that reference to the Wulongs again. You know, it's just so interesting that we could get dropped right into the middle of a story that we don't know how these guys met up. We don't know really anything about them. You know, how come this guy has this big metal arm and a you know metal plate holding his head together and this other guy... What, his hair looks like that? <laughs> like, is that a fashion trend in the future, or is he the only guy that looks like that? I don't know. I'd like to get me some mutton chops like Jet has. Yeah, Jet's, Jet's one, of the, one of the better characters. With um, Edward definitely being the worst. Oh, you think Edward? Okay. I don't like Edward. When we get to the episodes with Edward in them, you might hear me, like, stand up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> I love this Stargate sequence. Yeah. I mean, this is, like, ten years ago, CG was not, you know, that well-rounded, yet in this sequence when the Stargate's open and closed, just blown away. But, you know, anime has always been pretty good about incorporating CG. I mean, the and- the, the first real, uh, as I understand it, the first... Uh, cartoon to make cg was japanese wasn't it it was lensman oh really okay cool did not know that i think it was lensman great great anime so old school and just ah they just unveil everything just so naturally like you would Mm -hmm. In, in a uh, in a film, whether they're going through the gateway, and when I saw the the gateway, I was like, "Oh, here we go with the Robotech stuff." But then it comes right back down to something's happened with the technology, and we'll explain this in a future episode. Something's happened to the technology where they're still using a lot of modern day stuff, the stuff that you and I would know, mm-hmm. like their clothing, the guns, cars, cars, and then you've got these little boost jets, these little spaceships and bigger ships, and you know, centrifugal force, gravity that keeps everything together. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, what is going on in this really weird future to have caused society to move this way? And here comes some great blues music to kind of carry us through. Yeah, the soundtrack's really great. I like how this is, uh, this asteroid blues, this asteroid that uh, that Spike is going down on is very much, I don't know, from the time that I went to Tijuana, <laughs> this is what I remember from Tijuana. Is that what nice. you remember from Mexico? Or N- no, there, <laughs> there is. Of course, in it fact, was 1980 when I was there, and I was 10. there. Is, there is, in fact, more to Mexico than uh, <laughs> sleazy dumps in Tijuana. <laughs> well, I'm sure there is. I'm just saying that this reminds me of Tijuana. Yeah, these these three old guys are in. Uh, they're present throughout the entire series. And they're really cool too because they just kind of appear and, and fade in and out of yeah. the series. And you know they'll they'll go to different places, just like entirely different, you know, 
systems within the solar system. Right. And there are these old guys still there. Uh-huh. Somehow these old guys get around. You got to give it to the uh, to those people putting this show together. These women are really hot, even if they are pregnant. Yeah. Now we get this indication of this drug. This It's called the red eye. Yep. Was this only in this episode, or did Red Eye appear again later? Um, They reference it again. I think it comes up as currency later. Oh, okay. But... Bloody Eye, that's what it is. There seems to be some... Uh... <laughs> Gotta love the boobies. Do you ever... Um... You know, do you ever get the feeling that this is kind of inspired by, like, El Mariachi or some of the, the Western, oh, yeah. spaghetti Western-type films, this particular episode? I think I think in uh, Cowboy Bebop, they definitely sat down and they said, okay, what's anime looking like nowadays? There's a lot of samurai, a lot of ninjas, a lot of feudal Japan stuff. Right. That kind of made a big resurgence. And they were like, okay, let's make it so that it's not very Japanese at all. Oh, yeah. So Cowboy Bebop is kind of, it seems to me, very consciously, um, you know, American Western. There's a lot of Chinese stuff in it. Right. Jet is uh, basically um, kind of this uh, bluesy Chinese feng shui guy. Um, but it's, you know, there's a very conscious effort to make this very American, very bluesy. And that's probably why it was so successful, not just in Japan, but also in other countries as well. Now this, this series almost didn't air in Japan because of this bloody scene that we just saw full of gore and, and violence and guns and shooting and all of this stuff. And honestly, it's it's probably the most well. It might not be the most violent scene in the movie, but it's one of the more violent scenes in in the in the entire show. It, it kind of doesn't. This kind of doesn't repeat until like the big showdown. Yeah, and showdown. even then, you don't really see that many people even get shot on camera. Yeah. Now, why do you think Spike needs to go to a a soothsayer, a spirit spirit person? Because it's cool. This guy keeps coming in and out too. Jed goes to him every once in a while when he when he's trying to find Spike. I had forgotten about this character mm. who actually I don't know. That's because he's not important. You don't think so even even further on when the person makes kind of a big proclamation? Uh we'll, we'll see. What would you rather prefer, watching this with the original Japanese with subtitles or do you do you mind the English? people talking over oh i don't mind it at all this is a good dub it really is um i'm I'm glad i I really like people that take the time to uh to do this right yeah and and by the time cowboy bebop rolled around you know there have been plenty of dub anime even in the mainstream so yeah you know they took some time to get it right the dialogue feels very natural you don't get the speed racer or astro boy effect of you know haha now i'm gonna do this yeah see ah that's what I like to do when I go to a bar, just uh, look at all the destruction and grab myself a free drink. Huh? Huh? (laughs) 
you know, even though they're bounty hunters, a lot of the times it seems like they're just out for their own whatever it takes. Uh, maybe anti-heroes? Yeah, I mean, they're 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 very much anti-heroes. You, you find out that, you know, basically they're all ba- bounty hunters with a heart. Yeah. The main Willing characters anyway. Steal. Except except for Ed, who is too incoherent to uh, <laughs> to really understand. Oh come on! I don't think I'd be too interested in this bloody eye if I kept having these kind of reactions every time. Hey man! At least you go into some kind of berserker mode, but the come down has got to be terrible. Oh yeah, that's why you need more. You need more bloody eye. Are you staring at me? Quit staring at me. He knows something's up. Now that's another another thing about Spike is you get your you have your classic anime badass. Uh-huh. You know, sword very stoic, never does anything wrong. You know, everything just kind of always falls into place for him and spike is is a definite departure from that you know he's kind of lanky he's kind of awkward yeah um he does he is however a kick-ass fighter like you know all (laughs) anime heroes are supposed to be you know he's not chivalrous (laughs) he uh i've been told that he is kind of inspired or adapted from Lupin, from Lupin the Third, kind of that same kind of gangly kind of features. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, the jealous boyfriend. Never want to piss off the jealous boyfriend, trust me, people. No, you don't want to piss off the drug addict crazy yeah, boyfriend. <laughs> who's much bigger and beefier than you, even if his girlfriend is hot, sexy, and very pregnant. Spike can take him. Oh, always with the ladies. So we find a little bit of backstory. Obviously, there's asteroid colonization. Spike's been born on Mars. Yeah, Mars is kind of the place to go. They keep going back and forth to Mars, and by far, Mars is the least uh, ugly place that they go to. You think the least ugly? Mm. I kind of like how they, how uh, especially in, in the uh, Cowboy Bebop movie, mm-hmm. there's they spend most of the time on Mars. Yeah. Here we find out that cowboys are called bounty hunters, or bounty hunters are called cowboys. And it appears that he has a bounty on his head. Uh Uh-oh, way to go, boyfriend. Probably not a good idea to have uh, smoking cigarettes next to space jet fuel. Of course, the guy's name, Asimov. Yeah. A reference to... Um... Isaac Asimov? Yes. Unfortunately, interestingly, though, not robots are not prevalent in this series a whole bunch. No, not really. Again, I think a definite... A, a deliberate attempt to also distance it from, you know, future stuff. It seems that, you know, Star Wars came out. Right. They were like, oh, the future is gritty. Yeah. Then, you know, we got into things like Blade Runner, where uh-huh. the future was too gritty. Uh-huh. And, you know, then we kind of had, like, the the resurgence of Star Trek when the future started being clean again. And even, you know, you look at the Star Wars prequels, the future looks very clean. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, this is this is a return to kind of that gritty future. Well, and it's not even, you know, surprisingly, it's not even a future that's too far off. I think this takes place in, what, 2177 or something like that? Probably. I, I, I don't know if you were one of these people, uh, Rodrigo, but whenever I was a kid, this takes place in 2071, so not too far in the future. Yeah. When I was a kid... We used to read our history books or our science books, and they talk about, in the future, you'll be able to live on these planets, and they would show paintings kind of like what we're seeing in these environments, where everything just kind of wraps around and curves into these craters that are on these asteroids or moons or planets, when and I was, society builds itself in there. When I, was, when I was a kid, our books were really old, so it was like, <laughs> and someday in the future, man will get to the moon. <laughs> I think we had the same text. But not yet. First, we have to deal with the Negro problem. <laughs> oh, Asimov. So Spike shows that he is once again a very ingenious fellow. Really that he makes the best out of a bad situation because the other guy definitely got the drop on him. Yeah. But he managed to pickpocket him. And here we see the police force. And so everybody obviously has to funnel through this one opening in order to get out into space. So that's going to make this roadblock a little difficult for Asimov and his girlfriend to make it out. You know, when I watched this episode the first time, I was like, really? I'm not really sure if this is a great show based on this first Mm -hmm. episode. I was just like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what's... You know what I'm expecting to see, or what I should be seeing. I guess in a way, I had the advantage of just having watched the first time around some random episode. I, oh, didn't, okay. I didn't get in in the first episode, so you know when I was watching it, there was already plenty of fighting. The characters were established, and Faye Valentine was already bouncing <laughs> around. I mean, running around. And we see Spike in disguise with the big sombrero and uh, what is that called? Sarape. Sarape, yeah. Do you know who I am? Yeah, I want hair like that someday. Yeah, he can of course, I also want to be thin and lanky too, but that ain't never going to happen. Mm, yeah, me neither. He's got kind of a, just as far as the hair, he's got kind of a Sandman vibe. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. kind of thin and long and has a big mop of hair. I, I like the too that we're not using laser guns. Yep, that we're not using you know some kind of futuristic weapon. We're using real guns and real bullets, something that we can kind of identify with. Yeah. And really, I don't think in what are we at sixty years from now? I doubt we're going to be that far advanced. Oh yeah, and that's kind of what they're what they're going for. You know, it's uh, from you know in the in the nineteen fifties ah. they thought that by the year two thousand, yeah, we'd all have hover cars. Yeah, and, we'd all be robots. <laughs> I really love this action. I mean, this is... I, I really like animated features that approach animation like a, a real movie. Mm-hmm. And so when you see a lot of this cinematic action where you're seeing the punches close up or 
the punch in slow motion, it it just makes you feel like you're watching a mini movie. And obviously, Spike and, and Jet are not the only cowboys out there. Oh no, she's shot in the stomach, and instead of a baby, we realize that she's smuggling bloody eye. Local mob. Do we come back to this asteroid in the future? I don't remember. And you gotta like, man, Jet showing up with his scorpion uh, spaceship is pretty awesome. Just bullet casings falling everywhere. Yeah, that's the thing. Even the even the ships use uh, actual physical rounds, which is nice. Yeah, although it's got to play hell in space. Well, you know, you propel something hard enough, it'll still punch through in space. Yeah, but it'll punch right through. That in itself becomes ammunition. Yeah. And then we kind of, to me, this series was always very noir. And this kind of solo saxophone music kind of hints back at that. Yeah, I mean, the uh, you get into the, you get into the music. I mean, this is this is still part of that chase scene, right? But right now, what the music is telling you is like is, is inevitability. You, yeah, this, but it's this, over. there's a sad ending. Here. It's over. As soon as that saxophone comes in, you know how this is going to end. And the fact that yeah, most of the sound effects start to disappear. I only wanted to see Mars. And then there's a gunshot. Who shot? You think she shot him? Yes. And sure enough, she did. This is not uh, tame on the violence, people. And apparently the police force in the future are more than... More than happy to shoot first and then ask questions later. And just like a Western, time to move on to the next thing. And it seems things are are very cyclical because we almost end right back where we began with Spike practicing his moves and Jet cooking dinner. Yeah, and and, and not to go off on another shot, but on on another show, but... uh... You know, they always. I had friends who were real into Firefly. I, I never, yeah. I never quite got into that show, and they were always like, "Oh, it's it's because it's a space western, it's a space western, it's a space western." It really kind of isn't. It's it's kind of a space opera flavored like a western. Right. You want a space western? You look at Cowboy Bebop. That kind of roll into town, clean up the bad guys. Right. And then move on. Yep. Spike, I mean, it's you know, come back, Spike. Spike. See you, space cowboy. cowboy. Yeah, the the real folk blues, uh, this ending song is also really cool too. But, you know, the opening piece that we saw right before the intro and then these ending credits with the rose and we're seeing like Spike sitting on a doorstep when it's raining. What is all this? You know, we don't find out again until later that this is actually flashbacks to Spike's life. So what do you think of this first episode then? I like it. Like, like I mean, this was probably like the fifth or sixth 
episode of the show that I saw. Ah, okay. Um, so you kind of knew what was going on. Yeah, by the when I saw this, I already knew kind of what the deal was. Um, I think it 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 beats the space Jello episode. Oh yeah, probably my least favorite episode. But we'll get to that uh, in a future episode. Uh, we're gonna let the credits play out, and we want to thank you for for checking in on this first episode. We'll have a couple more. Uh, on the way, hopefully we'll get through all episodes, but there's something like 22 in the series, so maybe not all in one go, but we'll uh, we'll have some more in the future. See you, Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy.